Hello, I'm Tony Kerr and this is the Guernsey Press Sport Podcast. What a week it's been for Alistair Chalmers. Over in Belgium on Saturday, the 400 metre hurdler ran the race of his life to lay down a huge marker ahead of a massive summer for him. 48 8.8 was the time. It shattered his PB, it shattered the island record, and it's put him firmly in contention for the World Championships in Oregon in a few months. Um, Jamie Ingrell is our athletics man and is alongside me. Uh, Jamie, what was your reaction when you picked up your phone on Saturday afternoon and saw this? Yeah, I was absolutely shocked in the best way possible. Obviously, really happy for him. But yeah, I saw it via social media because I was working at the time. Um, I, the time just didn't look quite right. <laughs> like, it reminds me of after the Olympics when in the exact same events, uh, Carson Varholm just shattered the world record by nearly a second. And it's almost the same kind of feeling. And since it's a Guernsey person, you're a bit more invested in them. And I was just so happy for him and what it meant for him because, yeah, First thing, obviously, it's just within the World's Championships qualifying standards. And I knew that's something he'd been targeting. And I'm not sure if he would have expected to get it that's like early into the season but yeah he put his money where his mouth is and achieved it in the sec- his second race of 2022 which is absolutely spectacular and Jamie for those who haven't seen the clip on social media and if you want to see the finish you can go uh, and see it on the Guernsey Athletics um, channels just talk us through that finish and and a kind of I guess how sort of just demonstrably happy Allah was at the end yeah, he was absolutely mouth wide open, aghast, just with elation with that with that performance. Uh, just the way he's celebrating, you could tell it meant a lot to him. Um, as soon as I saw the time initially, I went to the live stream because it was being live streamed from Belgium. And yeah, he was too quick for the camera most of the time. You didn't really get to see him during the race because he was running in lane eight and he was just so far ahead of the field effectively. What you did see, he didn't have a perfect run near the end. He did collide into the last barrier. He might have lost a little bit, but he came off it very strongly. And yeah, to say that he could do that sort of time, running effectively blind, as in not seeing his opposition and having a little run in at the end. Yeah, I would definitely say there's more to come. Yeah, typically dramatic finish from <laughs> yeah. Allah. Um, well, as you'll hear in a moment, Allah now thinks the British record is achievable, which would mean taking a mark off one of the all-time legends of British athletics, Jamie. Yeah, so he's currently a second away, pretty much, from the British record of Chris Akabusi. I mean, you would say a second's a lot, but he basically just knocked that much off his personal best in one race. So, yeah, big things to come, hopefully. Well, let's hear from Alan now. I caught up with him when the dust had just about settled on his weekend achievements. Just give us a, a sense of, of your reflections on, on that race in Belgium and, um, and you know, when you, when you think about what you achieved there, kind of how you're feeling now. I mean, obviously, it's um, crazy to think and it's quite emotional at the same time. Um, I remember crossing the line and just seeing the time and it's just, I mean, I know I've been in that shape since working so hard this winter but actually see the final result on that clock is just so emotional and um, yeah it's just lovely to see all the hard work paying off and yeah it's just amazing uh, and talk us through the race then because or well, people will have seen i guess about the last sort of 10 or 15 seconds of it um but you're in lane eight i mean just just talk us through the whole thing and uh, kind of where you thought you were coming into that that final hurdle yeah, I got put in lane eight 
And um, straight away, it was going to be more of a challenge because you're out there on your own and you've got to run your own race. But luckily, I've been on my own little hurdle, so I'm kind of used to it. Um, but, <clears throat> yeah, it was it was a bit of a ropey last 50 metres hitting, hitting hurdle 10. I absolutely flattered it. Um, but I was finishing so strong that I knew when I came over, um, I was going to finish anyway. I wasn't going to go down. So um, I'm in great shape. I'm strong. I'm fast. Um, so I'm just looking forward to the next race for again. Yeah, because when I saw that clip for the first time, um, you know, we, we've seen you kind of launch yourself over the finish line before. And I thought the way you came off that last hurdle and the, the, the sort of momentum of your body was almost carrying you quicker than your legs. I thought we were in for another Superman finish. No, honestly, I mean, that was that was definitely a Guernsey special. Uh, like with the Guernsey crowd and being at home uh, and going sub-50, that last thing in my head, going sub-50 was kind of the biggest goal I wanted to achieve in kind of the four meter hurdles and to think I've now gone what two years down the line sub 48 no sub 49 sorry is just it's just crazy to think and the, the people I've ran faster than on the all-time list is just amazing to see as well so yeah I mean it's it's a hard work and I just gotta keep training hard and believing in myself really yeah, I think your facial expression at the end kind of told the full story. I mean, did you think you had sub 49 in you kind of this early in the season and I guess kind of, you know, this stage of, of the piece this summer? You know what, I've been, I mean, I train with very elite athletes. I mean, Cam, my brother, he's been training with me and I, I, I've been running absolutely amazing this year and I, the times I've been doing in training, I know where I should be and racing in America kind of set it up very well um and yeah i had a good four week block leading up to this race in all the in belgium and i mean honestly i i said it's quite funny actually one of um one of the athletes i race against his dad asked me he said what what, what do you think you're gonna run today and i, I said um I, I'm, I'm gonna try and go sub 49 too i think that's possible um and i went 4888 so, I mean, in my head, I just kind of wanted to go 49 low and break that barrier of 49 mid and get Dale's record kind of thing. Um, so to kind of smash that apart and go go sub 49 just was kind of perfect. And under the world standard as well, like my 200s, just, ah, oh, honestly, like, just perfect. And it just takes so much stress off the rest of the season, really. I can kind of race and enjoy it and um, kind of prepare for the world's coming in Euros. As you say, the fact it was a world championship qualifying time, you know, this is a performance that presumably will open a lot of doors for you then this summer and beyond. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've got a great team behind me. And, I mean, that, that kind of time more next season when I get the list of competitions through like I do, I'll be able to say, well, can I get in that race now because of my personal best? And it just will lead on from there. So I'm quite a consistent runner as well. So I should be able to run these kind of times every single race, hopefully, like weather dependent. Um, so no, it's honestly, it's been such a blessing. And I mean, it is from just hard work and kind of what you put into it, you get out of it, quite frankly. It's such a hard sport every single day, training hard, kind of throwing up on the floor for 30 minutes, boning. It's hard work. So, you know, that's why I've 
kind of emotional after the race because it was just such relief that I'd ran this time and kind of I, I've now it's a bit bittersweet in some ways because it's technically the Olympic standard as well and so it counts for a year onwards so I've kind of like got the world standard for next year as well um, but of course we've got Paris 2024 so next year I've got to run sub 48.9 which will then qualify me for the Olympics um, so look I mean if, if I can run it this year I can run it next year kind of thing so it's just amazing the level I'm at, the level I'm at now um, it's like I said, it's going to open so many doors for myself and allow me to be in these environments with like Warhol, the Santos, Ry Benjamin, all the best in the world, which will drag me on and give me more experience. You know, I've seen you race a few times and you do always seem to find something extra in that competitive environment. And, you know, as we said at the top, the fact that you're almost running on your own, by distance running on your own in lane eight there with no one around you to produce that must give you the confidence that, yeah, when you are in the mix with, with better athletes, that, um, that there is more to come as well. Yeah, I mean, I've spoken to my coach about it and even my parents. And I mean, me clattering hurdle 10 is definitely a few tenths. I think I would have ran 48.6 if I didn't hit hurdle 10. Um, and then you put someone on the outside of me or like in the world champ or wherever. And I'm, I'm just going to go back like 10th fast at every 100 meters so it's it's looking really good to be fair i'm so i'm so excited for i've got a race next monday um in holland um and then british champs after that so i've just got to go and try just to win the british champs like i have done the last two years and uh try and get a hatchet there really <laughs> yeah yeah exactly and that's the thing i mean the fact you've already been British champion a couple of times, you know, you're already sort of at that level in terms of the national conversation. But this time, we're right in saying the quickest by a British athlete in five years, statistically the best performance by a Guernsey athlete ever, I think, um, according to Guernsey Athletics, um, on the kind of the, the, the points table that they, that they use yeah. to kind of rank against, um, you know, between disciplines. Uh, yeah, I mean, is it quite difficult to comprehend that at this stage? Yeah, I mean, I'm just... I've always thought about it in the sense I'm just a kid from Guernsey. Like I'm just trying to like just do what I love and train hard. And it's brought me to a place this year, which my dad has believed for years and years that, um, that I would get to. And he still thinks I can break the British record in the next few years. And I'm kind of believing it now too. Um, if I can run kind of sub 48.5 this year, I'll be four tenths. Far, like I think half a second off the British record, so it's just. I mean, I'm, I'm still going to go to British camps with my head screwed on because you never know what can happen in these competitions. There's still great athletes out there, and I'll have I'll have a bullseye on my back kind of thing that'll be coming for me. So um, I've just got to go. Do you know like, what what I know I can do and try and win again? Um, but it's just yeah, it's it is crazy. Like, even now, how fast I've gone, and like, it's just, yeah, I, I don't know what to say after really. Like, it's just pretty incredible. And I've just got to, uh, I've just got to keep working hard and keep my head on and, um, kind of just take each race by race, really, and really taking the moment of seeing the worlds or the Commonwealth and, like, especially the Commonwealth running for Guernsey. Um, I'm, I, I'm kind of looking forward to that the most because I want to get a medal 
in Commonwealth. For us in Guernsey, you know, that is the big assignment for you this summer. Um, yeah. You did it at youth level and... Yeah, I imagine you'd be going there with with a, a whole lot of confidence. And I mean, it, just in terms of that time, does it put you right into medal contention when you look back at you know the previous couple of games? Yeah, in Australia, um, the bronze medal was forty nine one six, I think. Um, I'm ranked third in the Commonwealth right now. I'm third in Europe, so I'm in a great place. And you know what? If, uh, if it's in Birmingham, and a lot of these athletes outside of kind of Europe won't be used to the environment in Birmingham. It's probably a bit colder and like the wind and stuff. So on the day, it doesn't matter about times. It's just a matter of how high you can come up the list. And if I get into that final, which I believe I can, and the shape I'm in, I, I, I would be on that start line thinking, I'm going to get a medal here. Like I'm going to work harder than all those guys down that home straight with that home crowd kind of feeling. Oh, it's an exciting prospect for sure. And, uh, you know, in terms of just kind of, I suppose, keeping a lid on on that emotion and that um, that confidence. How do you sort of manage yourself now going into those major championships to come? Is it a case of just sort of just continuing to do what you've done and and sort of keeping it steady? Yeah, absolutely. Like just normal day to day things. Like keep myself based. Really, I mean, I'm not getting carried ahead. I've ran ran this time once in my career at the moment, so. Um, hopefully next week I can go run another good time and try and do as well as I can. Um, and then just take, as I said, take each race one at a time and kind of next year will be the year where I can really push on and get into all these diamond league things and run against the best kind of each month. Um, but yeah, I mean, um, I mean, I've had, I've had a lot of kind of youth and junior experience at the world juniors or European juniors, stuff like that. Um, but it's a completely different level when you go to these major senior competitions and um, you, you really need to just to stay focused because the, these guys don't mess around and they're, they're there for the same reasons. So if you go in there thinking you're better than you think, like you just, there's, a, there's one thing that happens to you and like you'll lose and you won't get through any of the rounds. So um, every time I'm on that start line, I think, you know what, these guys can run even quicker than me or whatever so i need to just yeah just yeah see, see how it goes really and stay really focused and i think i will because like, i've got a great training group family behind me that keep, keep me well so um yeah i'm, I'm just gonna keep going really I, I have been that's great to hear just finally um obviously amongst those sort of superlatives and records and and kind of performance levels statistically that have come out of the weekend um is dale garland's former island record which is now in pieces blowing about the track at foots lane um have you had a phone call from him uh, you know how, how does it feel to just to have achieved that mark i mean honestly when i tell my friends over here in the uk um i'm not even the guernsey record holder they're in quite disbelief because like who would think a guy from guernsey could run 49.54 like dale did um, so it was an extremely hard record to get. And two years ago, I would be like, nah, I'm never getting it kind of thing. Um, but no, he, um, he got a really nice post on Facebook and Instagram kind of just congratulating me. Um, and he was happy I, I kind of did it. So um, no, I owe a lot to Dale. I mean, he was my first kind of coach when I was younger on. Um, it, it gave me a lot of confidence when I was growing up and did a lot for me. So I do owe a a lot to him and i mean um it's 
yeah, it's quite funny. I mean, I kind of think we both knew after last year it was going to be gone. Um, but look, I hadn't done it. I was I raced in my forty nine five five hundred bit, so it was quite amusing actually when I did that, and he found that funny. So uh, no, it's uh, it. I think he's quite happy. I kind of obliterated it, and uh, it's gone now. But um, no, it was a great, great kind of target to aim for even when I was younger. Um, Dale, Dale was great as well, like such a role model for like kind of kids coming through Guernsey, um, especially when it was my time when I was younger. Like thinking, wow, this guy went to the Games of Worlds, the Olympics, the Europeans, and um, he was just a normal guy from Guernsey as well. So I think definitely anyone out there like look if you literally just train hard and commit yourself to any sport like you you will get far and uh, there's no reason as to why not and um, I was just a normal kid playing football and <laughs> kind of running around the track hopelessly and um, I kind of had had good direction from my parents and Dale and now I'm here really. Are we going to see you back in Guernsey at all before those sort of big competitions in the summer, so training or, or just come back for a visit? Yeah, I think I'm going to aim to come back after the British Champs, um, maybe for a week or so, see my family and kind of maybe just t- take a week off, quite frankly, and just enjoy myself. Um, so, no, I haven't been back since Christmas time. So, uh, it would be nice to get back and refresh myself. Um, so, I'm looking forward to it. And then. Yeah, I think what was it next year? The uh, the Open Games in Guernsey, I will one hundred percent be at. Um, I'd rather rather have that gold medal than any other medal, quite frankly. Um, so uh, it's uh, it's definitely happening. I'll definitely be there. Um, a lot of people won't be happy about it. They'll be like, "Why are you going to do that instead of this?" But like, it's just something I've got to do. Something I would regret if I didn't go to. So no, absolutely. Oh, brilliant. Great to hear. Well, uh, thanks for your time. It's been uh, great to chat about, about the weekend. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll be obviously following your progress very closely for the rest of the summer. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Ala Chalmers talking to me there. Um, Jamie, Ala, part of Guernsey's Commonwealth Quintet for Birmingham. And there's been some promising signs as well from the domestically based athletes uh, heading there this summer. Yeah, of course. So in a seemingly humble track meet at Foots Lane the other night, uh, we had the joy of watching uh, Abby Galpin at the start of the programme and Peter Curtis at the very end. Um, Abby opened with a Guernsey 200 metre record, which I mean, it is probably expected. She's been focusing on 100 meters recently um just keeps knocking down her Guernsey record which is quite impressive but in her first 200 meters of a season knocks a decent chunk off her record runs a 23.82 and it's impressive to watch that kind of performance at Foots Lane and then yeah at the end we had Peter Curtis 400 meter hurdler he's been a bit unfortunate he seemed to have been in a bit of a plateau or just not even being able to match his performances from 2020 so he didn't have the best 2021 season but then he comes out solo time trial effectively windy day and pretty much runs almost spot on his personal best which yeah obviously it's great for his momentum going to the commonwealths so yeah pretty good start all round then to the summer for guernsey athletics and it's only the end of may it is shaping up to be a very exciting season of course with the commonwealth games right at the center of it if you want to hear more athletics coverage on this podcast feed um, scroll back in the feed a couple of weeks and you'll find a, a special athletics show that me and jamie did with uh, tom drew guernsey athletics development officer and graham murfield uh, the new chair of guernsey athletics about the club as a whole the club's ethos some of its top performers in 
including um, some commentary on uh, Ala Chalmers and Cameron Chalmers, and also a look at some of the other things coming up this summer. So do head back and listen to that. And of course, we'll have plenty more coverage to come across the summer on the podcast and in the pages of the Guernsey Press. We'll be back with interviews and discussions reflecting the big stories and key talking points in Ireland sport. So stay tuned for that. If you've enjoyed the show, don't forget to subscribe or follow wherever you get your audio and do give us a like or share on social media too. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at GSY Press Sport is the place to go. Uh, For now, cheers, Jamie. Cheers, Tony. Take care and we'll see you next time. (laughs) 